quite like to be Ben and Jerry's, but worry that you'll end up more Kylie Jenner. Welcome to The Soapbox, the politics and marketing podcast for business owners with a social conscience. People who want to use their business platforms for good, but are slightly concerned that they'll just end up cancelled. I'm Peter O'Brien Day, a copywriter, messaging strategist and politics geek. I spent years making politics more accessible, first as a youth worker and then helping my clients weave their politics and ethics through their messaging so that they pull in more customers with their aligned values. And now I want to help you champion the causes that you care about without turning your Instagram feed into a telethon. Every Thursday, we make space to pick apart the sticky issues of the day and how to talk about them in your content. We cover how to choose which issues you want to talk about, how not to sound like that guy on the street corner with a megaphone, and what to do when you get that inevitable pushback. And we speak to entrepreneurs who live this out daily and the lessons that they've learned along the way. So sit back, get comfortable, and get ready to jump on your soapbox. When I say the word target, does your brain jump to how you can pick up a monster plant and a cute bathroom caddy alongside your groceries? Or does it immediately think of how the brand completely mishandled their 2023 Pride Month campaign, resulting in pissing off their LGBTQ plus customers, as well as those on the conservative right. Yeah, mine too. I know, it's cliche to say that reputations take years to build and seconds to destroy. That is cliched because it's true. And never has it been more true for brands than right now. Target, Budweiser, and those are just the big names. We're a while out of Pride Month when my feed was split between rainbows and flags and LGBTQ plus people calling out what they see as performative bollocks, to use British turn of phrase. And now things seem to have kind of gone back to normal. I see people who have always stood up for LGBTQ plus rights talking about these things on their feed. But generally speaking, not everything is covered in rainbows anymore. But the lessons that Target and Budweiser learned, or, you know, didn't learn, during Pride Month, are worth talking about. Because they don't just apply to LGBTQ plus issues. They apply to all sorts of social, ethical and political issues that are going on in the world around us. So many large brands are falling foul of large sections of their audience. Is the answer just to shut up about politics and social or environmental issues and stick to selling us beer? Well, I mean, sure, if you like. But in that case, I'm not really sure what you're doing listening to this podcast. Your business doesn't exist in a vacuum. With the increased interconnectedness of the 21st century, we can no longer pretend to be insulated from cultural, social, environmental and political issues. They all have implications for your brand and they all have implications for your customers because, as I've said, no purchasing behaviour happens in a vacuum either. We've recently had the UK Prime Minister deciding that he's going to double down on extracting oil and gas from under our feet, while pretending that he can get rid of it all through carbon capture schemes. These things are going on all around us, every day. And ignoring it, as we've mentioned, means that some you are deciding that none of it matters to you and none of it matters to your clients. And that's just not true. 
So how do you talk about these things without scaring all your clients away? Can you talk about these issues and sell people beer? For example, I came up with my five-step framework for how to talk about politics without pissing people off over a year ago when I was having all those conversations with people who wanted to talk about politics without pissing all their customers off. You need to do five different things. You need to do it slowly. You need to make it consistent. You need to make it a regular part of your messaging so that your customers expect it. You need to make it make sense with your brand and you need to make it align with the rest of your business practices. What do I mean? Okay. Why do you need to do it slowly? Because whiplash is the worst thing that you can give your audience. Um, I've spoken about this on other podcasts before. This idea that um, if you suddenly decide that you're going to stand up for something, if you're going to talk about a cause, then great, that decision is really important. But your audience have not been going through the same thought processes as you have leading up to that decision. They are not ready. They are expecting your normal content, whether that is fluffy kittens or puppies, whether that is how to sell your course, whether that is pictures of you growing your monstera plant. If all of a sudden you stop providing that content that your audience has come to expect um, and you suddenly launch into lots of graphics, lots of shared posts, lots of stories about gun control or LGBTQ plus rights or the environment, then you're going to give your audience whiplash. And the immediate reaction that they will have, unsubscribe, unfollow, all that stuff. So do it slowly. Take baby steps. Um, That's why one of the first things that we do in the Soapbox membership is we get comfortable with the space. You find out what's going on in the conversation right now and you take baby steps. You dip your toe in to getting involved. The second thing you have to do is make sure that it's consistent. Just because it was Pride Month doesn't mean that everybody has to talk about Pride Month. Jumping from one cause to another just because that's what's on your social media calendar doesn't give your audience whiplash, but it does massively confuse them. They never know what's coming next. They never know which causes are actually important to you or which you are talking about just because you can tap into some popular hashtags. The causes you choose that you have taken time to decide on need to weave their way through your content on a regular basis, consistently, so that your audience know what you do believe in rather than think that you're just jumping on a quick algorithm boost. You need to make it a regular part of your messaging so your customers expect it and so that they can talk to you about it. So making it part of a dialogue. Putting it out on a regular day. Having a regular email segment where you talk about issues that are important to you. All those things reduce that risk of whiplash. Your audience will expect you to be talking about the things that you're talking about and therefore it will feel aligned with your brand and with their relationship with your brand. Speaking of brand, the causes that you support don't just need to make sense with you and your audience, they need to make sense with your brand. 
Do they fit with your brand values? Are they linked in some way to the products or the services that your brand is selling? For example, if you are an athleisure brand and your clothes are made of recycled plastic bottles, then it makes absolute sense for you to talk frequently about the impact that our consumption has on the environment. That is an easy way of weaving your values into your content and into your marketing and into your messaging. And you need to make it aligned with the rest of your business practices. If you are on social media, if you have a profile as a brand, however small or large, then you will get called out if your business practices do not align with the values that you are shouting about. If you pride yourself on your environmental ethics and you have woven those through your messaging, through your content, through your social profiles, but every single Instagram story shows you drinking out of a plastic Starbucks takeaway throwaway cup, then your audience is going to call you out on that. You should expect them to. So do an audit and make sure that your values are more than just values. They are worked out practices in your brand. So those are the five things that you need to think about when you start talking about issues like this in your content. And let's face it, most of you are doing this on social media. And and social media fosters division. Puts us in our little silos and tells us that the people opposite us are evil and horrible and nasty and misguided at very best. So to be different, we need to focus on dialogue. Making a unilateral decision about what your brand is going to stand for is fine when you're choosing fonts or colours or hosting platform. But when you're choosing the causes that you're going to stand for, you need to make that into a dialogue. You need to think about what your audience care about. Which is why I think politics and social justice issues should be part of your audience research. You should weave it into your ICP, ideal client profile. It is much more useful at a very basic level to know what somebody thinks about climate change or what somebody thinks about poverty than it is to find out what car they drive or or what kind of house they live in. It tells you more about them. It helps you speak to them more directly and more effectively. So get interested. Do your research. Talk to your audience about what they believe, about what they think, they care about. If you are going to talk about your politics in your messaging, then you can't be standing on a soapbox on a street corner with a megaphone shouting at people as they pass by. You have to sit down next to them on the skate park wall and have a chat. Sorry, youth work past coming out. That dialogue is really, really important and can tell you so much about the best way to engage people in a topic that matters to you and can also give you a different perspective. And we know how valuable those can be. Okay, so we've talked about how to get started. We've talked about how to bring your audience in and to have them shape the things that you're talking about. But how do you decide? what you should talk about and what you should ignore. Because there are a million different issues every single day. 
there's climate change, there's LGBTQ plus rights, there's gun control, there's abortion, there's um, just oil, there's pressure on the NHS, there's the strikes, there's the railways, there's the, like, the list goes on and on and on. And you can't talk about everything in your business messaging. Because then you will run out of room to talk about your actual business, you know, the thing that makes you money, the reason why you're there in the first place, how you serve people, the transformation that you offer. It's really important that you remember um, that your business page is not a charity organisation, you know, unless it is a charity organisation. But it's also really important to remember that you can talk about these things and still run a successful, profitable business. And one of the ways that you do that is by choosing specific causes that you want to talk about which yes does mean deciding not to talk about other ones that might be almost as important to you in the soapbox community i help people develop their political pillars the things that keep them up at night um the things that they that the things that are so important to them that they want them to be part of their business messaging and we go through all the things that we've already discussed. We think about their audience and what their audience care about. We talk about their brand values, what makes sense. And we talk about, and I get them to explore the stories that are behind the causes that are important to them. So we can find out why they're important. Why is it that thing that grinds your gears? Why do you care so much about tigers, um, but you're not really bothered about dolphins? Obviously, I'm being very facetious, but you know what I mean. We all have things that we care about more than others. And finding your political pillars means that you are making a commitment to talking about those things. Those are the pillars that hold up your brand, that, that are aligned with you, aligned with your audience, and aligned with your offer that makes sense, that you want to talk about, that you can talk about easily, that you enjoy finding out more about, and, and that are connected to some kind of story. So, for example, my first political pillar is that poverty is overwhelmingly systemic and it's not a reflection of personal failings. Why is that such a big deal to me? Well, because I've lived it. I've seen countless incredibly talented, creative and driven people beaten down by an overly complicated, punishing system. People who could have made a great impact on society, but they were too busy trying to keep the heating on whilst being looked down on by individuals and by the media simply for not having to get up and go to get up and get a job in the city. But the reality is, poor people aren't poor because they're bad at budgeting. In fact, poor people are some of the best budgeters out there. Poor people are poor because the system works against them, because it's designed by people who have never had to choose between paying for sanitary products or paying for groceries, because it serves those in power to pretend that if you just work hard, then you'll be fine. Rich people can make exactly the same mistakes, they're but same bad choices as poor people, but they're insulated from failure and destitution by their money, class or family, or all three. In fact, the journalist Polly Toynbee talked about this at BBC Women's Hour a few weeks ago, and it was really interesting. I will link to it in the show notes. So I care about that political pillar because it was my life for a really long time. And I know that because of the way that the system has disintegrated, if I were me, little me, now, I would never have the opportunities to get to where I am today. Not in a million years. 
and I would like to do something about. What's your story? What's your thing that keeps you up at night? What's your political pillar and why do you care about it so much? That is how you decide which causes you should jump on your soapbox about and which ones you should leave to somebody else. Okay, so that's what to talk about and what to, well, not ignore, but focus less on, I guess. But what about when to talk and when to shut up? Because um, launching into a conversation the moment that it appears on your feed is not always the best way to go, especially if you are building a brand of any size. You need to pick your moment. Linda Perry is an incredible mindset coach, and I've done some work with her in the past year or so. Um, And she uses this phrase where she says you need to share from the scab and not the wound. If something is really, really raw, then maybe now is not the best time to jump on stories and have a rant. Maybe now is not the best time to jump into the comments and give somebody your, well, slightly more than two cents. Maybe you need to take time to stop, reflect, and then give your opinion. Because the thing is, when you share from the wound, you're not really sharing to help. It's not about the other person. It's not about everybody in your audience. It's not about the cause, really. It's about you. It's about making yourself feel better. Whereas sharing from the scab, taking some time to reflect, to work through the emotions and the pain that you might feel, and then putting your thoughts out there, that's about how you can serve others in your circle. That's about how your input, your thoughts, your perspective can move the conversation forward. That's when to talk. Otherwise, really, you're just out in pain. And that's probably best for a chat with a friend, a heartfelt phone call, or the family WhatsApp group. And the other thing to consider when you're talking about when to say something and when not to is talking about the topic before the tragedy happens or before it's Pride Month increases your credibility with your audience because it shows them that you're not just jumping on something because it's big, because it's trending, that it is something that you actually do care about and you don't care about it just between the 1st and the 30th of a certain month. So if you can talk about something over the long term, then you will have much more credibility with your audience. They're much more likely to listen to what you've got to say and you're much more likely to have a constructive dialogue with them about a particular topic. Okay, we've looked at how to talk about politics without scaring all your clients away, how politics should be part of a dialogue, what kind of things you should talk about and what you should ignore, and when you should talk and when to shut up. But what about where? Social media, sure, is a great place to build connections with your audience and to share the things that are important to you. You can be right there. You can put up a video, you can jump into the comments, you can jump into DMs, all that kind of thing. But when you're talking about topics that might be sensitive to some people, it's not always a good idea to pop it straight in your feed. Sometimes it's a good idea to give people the choice whether they want to dive into those tricky topics rather than happening upon a tragic modern slavery story over their cornflakes. Depending on what cause it is that you are weaving into your brand messaging, it's worth thinking about what is the best place for the different content that you're putting out. If you're asking somebody to sign a petition, or if you're announcing a particular, 
um, giveaway or profile raising campaign that you're running, then sure, pop it all over wherever you want. But if you are diving into something particularly sensitive, if you're sharing a personal story or somebody else's personal story, if you're dealing with topics that might be painful for people, then it's a good idea to avoid trauma dumping and to think about more gatekeeping. So your email list or perhaps your blogs. And yeah, I know trigger warnings have been overdone and we laugh about them sometimes. But giving people an idea that you are about to jump into something that could be traumatic to them is just being kind, letting them know that this is what you're going to talk about. And if you're not ready for it right now, if this is not a good moment in your day or in your week, then that's perfectly fine. Put this down and come back to it later. That's not going to harm your conversions. That's not going to harm your connection with your audience. It's going to improve it. Because your audience will understand that, yes, you care about this cause, but you care about them too. And that's incredibly important. Because if we are going to run businesses and build brands, care about environmental, social, political, ethical issues, then caring about people is a central tenant of all of those. And we need to demonstrate that in the way and the place that we talk about our causes. Now I get it, this stuff is complicated. It's a lot easier just to stick to, you know, your five-step email funnel or um, the six different content pillars that you've already developed on the social media course that you bought in the last bundle that you signed up to. And if it's not for you, then that's perfectly fine. But if it is for you, and after listening to this, you would like a little bit more hand-holding as to how you can weave those values in the right way, in a sensitive and sensible way into your brand messaging, then there are two ways that I can help. One is the Soapbox, my membership where you can join for $49 a month, a group of inspiring, curious, impressive people who are working out together how to build brand advocacy into their businesses. There are fortnightly Q&As with me where we can thrash out messaging conundrums that you might have, uh, where we can unpick sticky topics, where we share resources about how to address issues in real time. And the link to that is in the show notes. Or you can work with me one-to-one. My brand advocacy consulting package walks you through the whole process from start to finish. I'll run the discovery process with you. I'll survey and interview your audience. I'll look at the current political social context and work out where it would be best for you to join the conversation. I'll craft statements on your political pillars and write them into your brand story. I'll help you audit your business practices and highlight sticky areas that might cause PR problems down the line. You can have me on hand to deal with anything that pops up. You can have your very own, slightly less controversial, Olivia Pope. If you're interested, uh, then reach out to me on Instagram or on LinkedIn um, and we can have a chat about how that would work for your brand. But in the meantime, I'll see you on the next episode of The Soapbox. Thanks for joining me on this episode of The Soapbox Podcast. You know how these things work by now. If you like the episode, then please share it with your friends. Shout me out on LinkedIn at Peter O'Brien Day or on Instagram at the Soapbox Community or at All Words by Peter. And if you've got a few minutes between your to-do list tasks, 
then I'd massively appreciate you leaving me a review on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. I'll see you next week. 